Welcome, everybody. Here's another cool episode of Studio 6 Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with my other cool host, co-host, Shane Peek. Hello, hello. So today uh, we have a special guest tonight. Uh, Featured guest is uh, Danny Big Dog Hallroyd. Yep. Okay. Um, He's going to be just a little late, but that's fine. So we'll just kind of hang out and talk with people and you want to chime in, have any questions for us, uh, me or Shane, um, just to let you know, uh, Wednesday nights, I'll be doing a show with Elizabeth Merriquin, the medium from Paranormal Funhouse on Wednesdays. So it's probably going to be eight o'clock central standard time. So you might want to write that down. A lot of my uh, viewers are kind of all over the place. So just for future reference, but, um, <clears throat> Also, we have some great shows coming up in the in the next uh, month or so. Um, I will, once I get those uh, some of those totally nailed down, then I will um, announce those. I try like to keep our audience a little bit curious. <laughs> you know, I don't like to get yeah, too yeah. too far into it, um, just in case something happens. Because like with everything, you know, life happens and people have to cancel and stuff like that. So. I like to try to keep it pretty close, but there is um, there's a couple people in the chat room. Uh, Brian Lafferty from Huntphobia. What's up, Brian? And there's Dave. Hey, Dave. Yeah, there's Dave. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, it's um as of late, I know that you know spring kind of is taking or summer, I guess you'd say, is taking its sweet time to get here, just because of the fact that the spring that we're having now here in the Midwest. It's more like a continuation of winter. So this sucks. And yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm done with the cold and I want my summer weather and green trees and grass and everything else. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so yeah. And, and in the future, I think we'll be doing a show that you will, we're going to feature um, when you had your visit to the Hinsdale house in New York. Yep. Okay. We haven't nailed the time or date time for that. So, but you know, we want to just kind of let you know that that that's coming. Uh, <laughs> Brian Lafferty. Thank you, Brian. Suck it up. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, Brian. So yeah, that's another person that I got to have on the show again, because he's Brian's awesome. Yes. And, uh, He's got a lot. And Brian's got a lot of stuff going on in the in the mix too, so he's probably got a, a whole show to discuss all the stuff that he's uh, been involved with. That's with a lot of you know people that I know that have gotten a lot of stuff going on, and you know, and just with life in general, you know, I wish I could do this full time and get paid to do it, but of course, you know, life is is just yeah. So work out good. You know, <clears throat> I wish, you know, my mom's favorite saying was, if wishes were fishes, we'd all take a swim. So. Fair enough. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, you know, it's just one of those times where, you know, especially spring and getting ready for summer and people are really starting to get into, you know, booking their investigations and stuff like that when the weather's nicer. And it makes it for an easier evening, especially if you're out and about at night you know, when the weather's not so cold, yep. but, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, this is, uh, this, this winter's really kind of sucked and yeah, everybody's complained. Yeah. 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 yeah my buddy, uh, Michael, uh, that I worked with, he said two months already, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Two months of spring. I'm, I'm done. I'm over. Yeah. It. You know, so, um, so have you by chance, had time to work on any type any new types of devices or tweak yeah the, actually the... i was just going to mention uh i don't have a new type of device let's say but i did get uh live real-time monitoring for my sensor board now okay i actually wrote the software and connected it up so it plugs in with an ethernet cable and now you can actually see every five seconds the summary of the last you know 60 seconds so basically 
you can see what's going on the board live, not just sit there watching it count records. Right, right. So that's that's been helpful. We've done that a couple of times. We did a investigation at the Van Buren Poorhouse. Uh, so I took it there and the, the real time uh, went smoothly. And so that's all tested and working. Right, uh, right. Of course, we used it at the Hinsdale House quite a bit. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's but awesome. as far as that groundhog, um, no. <clears throat> yeah. Be shot is what the problem right. is. <laughs> oh, Brian. <laughs> yeah, he, he can just, uh, yeah. If I, if I see him in my yard, he's not going to make it. I'm sorry. He's not going to make it. Oh, man. So, um, you know, I've got a few people in the chat. So, I mean, anybody has have a question for, for me or Shane, feel free to, you know, ask and we'll try to answer the best we can while we're waiting for our guest. So, yeah, we kind of like to, I, I totally um, love to interact with people in the chat room. So when I, you know, when I can, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's been kind of crazy lately, especially with, with the weather and stuff, but you know, I'm anticipating good things this summer. Yeah. You know, I think there's going to be some good investigations and some walkthroughs that I'm going to be able to do. And of course, and I will make sure that I am able to um, post those live. And what's coming up for you guys both? Uh, let's see. Okay, I'll show that. What about what about it, Shane? Well, let's see what's coming up. Um, quite a bit of work yet from our Hinsdale investigation, so we got <clears> that still coming up. Um, we'll probably do some Van Buren Poorhouse again a bunch of times because. The nice thing is, it's very easy to get into, and it's only a few minutes away, so hmm. we can go in there. And the nice thing about it is, you can get repeat. You know, you can repeat experiments over and over. And if you see something that, you know, looked a little suspicious or you think might have some paranormalness to it, you can go back and recreate the event. You know, the mm -hmm. next time and see. You know, because we, I found a couple things there. You know, where I ended up debunking myself, um, like a. Uh, recently, we were there, and I'd taken a, a photo without flash in kind of a dark room, and it looked like there was this little light that was up above the like a china cabinet. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what is going on? And I, of course, in that photo, you couldn't tell. It just looked like it was self-glowing. But then uh, when I went back this last time, uh, I actually went into that room and, you know, full lights on and looked around and, and did a little bit of you know, photography in there. And I realized that, yeah, up on that shelf was a piece of dark ceramic with a glaze on it. <laughs> well, in the night, that the just the lights from the hallways and stuff made that glaze glow. So it actually looked like a little orb or something sitting up on the shelf when it really wasn't anything. So it's nice to have a pace, place that you can go repeatedly. And it's always the same. And, you, you know, you can redo experiments. You can test out new devices. Like I've been testing out the real-time monitor. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure that's working you know it just gives me a a, a known entity place uh to work at so we're doing that um we'll probably do some more cemeteries this summer we got we found a couple hot spots uh, we'll probably talk about those when dan gets on mm -hmm. so we'll probably return to those cemeteries <clears throat> um i don't know we've just it, it's gonna be a kind of a busy summer and mm -hmm. things just pop up i mean people will call the Southern Michigan paranormals and be like, Hey, we got a something, something in our house. Right. And right. Come figure out what it is type. So I'm sure there'll be some of those in there. Hmm. But. Um, Tracy asked, asked what, what are your gifts? What are you, what are your abilities do you have? That was to you. Cause I, she knows mine abilities. I have the abilities of a rock. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Tracy. I mean, that's yeah. a simple, that's a simple answer. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> um, oh, Dave got a question. So why do you think cemeteries would be haunted? Well, hmm. you know, I've always had multiple theories about this. Well, number one, 99% of the time, the person did not pass away at the cemetery. So that's kind of a strike against cemeteries <laughs> for being haunted. Mm -hmm. But then I guess 
I guess if an entity had a beef with somebody or didn't like the way they died or didn't like the way they were buried or something like that, maybe they would go to the cemetery where their remains are and hang out, but I don't know. But I do know that at one of these previous cemeteries, we did get some very intelligent seeming answers mm-hmm. uh, to yes, no questions. And down to the point where we pretty much could figure out where the gravestone was of the person that was doing it. So, you know, mm-hmm. th- it was, it was pretty an impressive event and I've mm-hmm. never had it repeated again and I've never seen it in the past. So, just that one night, I don't know if the stuff just aligned or what, but you know, uh, we got some some very good, very solid, you know, answers to stuff. So, well, yeah, <clears throat> I've so, only I've been to the cemetery a couple times that I've done some work, and um, yeah, I I I basically feel kind of similar, the same way. I mean, sometimes they hang out because it's the familiarity yes of the if they haven't crossed it's more or less you know that's some place that they know their bodies there they know that they're or they're buried next to somebody that a loved one or somebody like that um, yeah very very few times have i ever noticed or been in the cemetery where i've sensed that somebody has that has crossed over that comes back to visit a cemetery i sure a few but not like a lot so. Yeah. Well, we were just surprised that, you know, the ion meter behaved so, you know, pretty much on on demand. I mean, we were able to say, you know, if you're an entity, flash it five times and they would flash it five times, you know, you would say, okay, do you, are you in the cemetery? And they'd be like, you know, twice for yes, you know, once for no. And, you know, they'd flash it. And, uh, so it got down to the point where we actually had one of our investigators slowly walking the stones. And uh, when they got to the spot where, you know, they, they acknowledged that that was my, their gravestone, you know, and the funny thing was, is we'd, we had previously asked about if they were in the military, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all, you know, in a civil war. Mm-hmm. And the gravestone that they had gotten to actually ended up having the, the civil war medallion on it and everything and the little flags with the, you know, for the, for their service, et cetera. So, you know, it was, it was very amazing. Unfortunately, we've got it all on audio, but we don't have it on video because it was too dark to record, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was, it was very, mm-hmm. I mean, if you listen to the audio sometime, you'd be like, wow. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, Dave, yeah, I agree. Um, Dave says, I always feel at peace and relaxed when I visit cemetery. I do. I, I used to work at a place years ago, right by an old, really old cemetery. And I would go eat my lunch in the cemetery. Yeah. When I was on my lunch break for work, I would just, because it was just, well, they're, I don't know they're what peaceful for me. I don't ever notice nothing when I'm there. So yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, it's just awesome. Um, let me see. Um, Tracy asked, have you gone to Summerwind even though it burnt down? Uh, do you know what Summerwind is? No, I have not. Okay. It, it's, it's a, it's a, it, was, it was a like a mansion-type house thing up in, up north. And I have not been there. I know a right. couple people personally that have. But um, it had a lot of there's, – there's been books written on it. And it's it's really pretty cool. I would like to go up there even though it's not there anymore. The land itself is, is still – Sure. And I think it's private property too. I think I don't, I'm not sure who owns it, but if you ever look it up, it's a good. St- there's a there's a, actually a, a fiction nonfiction book about it, and I read that probably when I was in high school. And wow, yeah, That's and cool. I I and I just read it probably ten years ago. You know, so hmm. yeah, but um, yeah, that that place is pretty cool. Oh, and Mama Cat, um, was it you that I had connected with one of your friends from high school, Mama Cat, that, if I'm not mistaken, one of the times that we were discussing or when I was doing readings? And if so, 
I wanted to know if you actually met that girl where you were going to meet her and if you helped her. been busy with spirits come in my house i wanted to get the exhausted too because i hear all dead people that yeah. that would suck oh yes yes i did help her thank you mama cat that's that's awesome i would you know me and, and elizabeth are going to be doing uh shows on wednesday for psychic chat and we would love to have you come on actually if you want you can be one of my moderators and you can tell us a little bit about the story about that um, if you want, we can actually probably have you come on the show and, and discuss that. Because I think the people that um, were in the room when I was helping you with this, that they would, they'd be interesting to, to see, you know, and to hear. Oh, she, I didn't have to go anywhere. She came to me. I kind of figured that that would probably happen. But, but yeah, yeah, she was pretty, pretty prominent. I mean, she was pretty direct that's cool. but yeah oh yeah the, the story is 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 pretty crazy and she kind of came to me through the back way because mama cat is on is on twitch and she's uh she follows me on, on twitch and she's super nice and i just i love mama cat and when this person came through to me it's kind of like coming through the back door basically to go through me to tell me all this other stuff to reach out to mama cat and then once she realized that she was you know talking with her then then she was like you know the whole story and but it was weird i had never had that happen that was that was weird to have kind of like an in-between like the, the girl the girl that passed away couldn't reach out reach to mama cat or she could but mama cat wasn't seeing the signs and then all of a sudden She's like, well, I'll just use Jay, and then, you know, and then I went through. She went through me, and then, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. It was very. It was. It was crazy. I mean, it was just. Yeah. Um, well, there's seventeen people in the room. That's cool. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what yeah, kind so of uh, what kind of what, missions you got coming up, Jay? Um, I know I I have I did uh, a walkthrough of the Carroll College in, in Waukesha, not too far from here. Um, and I like I said I, that's that's on Twitch and that's on um, YouTube. And it it went it went really well, and it was just. It was pretty intense because that college was built in 1846 or something like that. Wow. And it's, okay. And it's a Christian college, but it and it, but it's been there. It's been the same thing pretty much since then. You okay. Know, and and that's on. It's actually a university, so it's really unheard of that a college or even a, unless you're Yale or you know yeah, Harvard yeah. or you know something like that. Yeah, and um, I really. I did the walkthrough and it was it was pretty intense, and so I know that we have me and uh, my buddy Josh is going to go back and um, do an I'm going to do another walkthrough because there's six buildings and I only got to two and a half. Oh okay. And we were there for like three four hours. That's yeah that's pretty big then. Yeah. So yeah I, I'm just like. Yeah, there's so much that there was so much energy and so much plus the fact that it was snowing that night of all things, <laughs> and it was cold and crazy. But um, yeah, it was pretty cool. We had a couple. I had a couple of spirits that came up to me, and it was. We had some um, ITC moments with some spirit boxes and stuff like that. That was kind of cool, and That's I. Good. You know, I just really, I really like that place. That place is really is really awesome. But 
other than that, I I have that going on. That when me and Josh schedule it, then that's when it'll be. But sure. Um, and I think that I know that there's something else coming up. Can't remember what it is. I think you attended a Paracon or something recently. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. For people who don't know, I I went to the the metaphysical plus paranormal. Par, it was like a Paracon, and it was in Janesville, not too far from my house here. That there were some great people there. Um, Natalie Jones, uh, CEO of Paraflix, was there. Yeah, she talked cool. with her for a while, and we had her on my show last year. Um, uh, Brian Cano from paranormal caught on camera. I was kind of stuck at his table for a couple days, just talking, <laughs> talking all things paranormal and stuff. He is such a funny guy. That's awesome. Oh yeah. I mean, and I asked him if he wanted to be on the show and he was like, yeah, sure. Here, contact this person. You know, I have to go through their agents. To do <sighs> Which I, I get it. Way, you know? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. That's fine. You know? And you know, I met a couple other people there. Um, I said hi to Dave Schrader from the Hoser Files. Okay. And then I talked with um, Nick Sarlo from um, Fairplex. Um, that was a cool. That, he was awesome too. I mean, all of these people there were just fantastic, and you know, just so welcoming. You know, I I didn't feel, and I'm not really a social butterfly, so to speak. You know, I mean, I, I can I can meet new people. I like meeting new people and this that. But I, to be like a social butterfly, that that is, yeah, that's a little. Bit I tend weird. to be that way. I tend to go all over the place. <laughs> Used to live in Janesville, and that's where Jen found our original group, Southern Wisconsin Paranormal Research Group. Oh, yeah, you got yeah. You and Dave live very close together. Yeah. Like half an hour probably apart or maybe a little more. Where does where do you live, Dave? Huh. Yeah, he he's just just on the Chicago side of the border. Just he's right up in there. He's right up in there, right by north end of Chicago. Yeah. Oh. In Round Lake. Yep. Oh, okay. That's twenty twenty minutes from my home. Yeah. Twenty five minutes. Close. Yeah. Yeah. He's my he's my stats guy. He, we him and I talk statistics, oh, math nice. formulas, Fox, data Fox analysis. Fox. Yeah, because so. I'm 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 up in the Pell Lake and Genoa City area and Lake yep. Shiva and so yeah, yep. we're right by the border too. So yeah, he's helping us crunch Hinsdale data. <laughs> he went with us on that trip. Yeah, well that's cool. Yeah, I mean me and Dave should get together and. And, and do something. Yeah, we could have, we, we'll get Dave on the show. We'll put him yeah, on. yeah. We'll um, show too, but I don't remember all the details of it. Yeah. I think it's Saturday nights. <laughs> Dizzy um, from Twitch. Yes, thank you. She's <laughs> she's going to do a raid, which basically is throwing a bunch of people in her room. That's yep. awesome. Very good. Yeah, yeah, Dave. I, I really like to do something. It would be cool to, um, if you have someplace. Uh, you know, like if there's a, a place that you guys go to in Illinois, even that, yeah, I'd hasn't hasn't had an experience of a medium, hasn't experienced a psychic medium or somebody that can do walkthrough. Because I love doing walkthroughs. Walkthroughs to me are, it's, it's just something I. Yeah, would if you guys doing. conjure up a uh, investigation over there, I'll drive there, and it's only about two. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. No biggie. <laughs> yeah. So that'd be great. Yeah, that w- that would be awesome. Ooh, Bachelor's Grove, that'd be cool. All right. Yeah, um, there's so many places around the area here that, you know, I live in a very, you know, plus being close to Chicago. Yeah. Which, that in itself, you know, I would really like to, to go, like, down to the Congress Hotel or, you know, Lately, I've been researching and, and listening to audiobooks about um, the old Chicago mob, the outfit with Capone and all that. And I really would like to do a, 
like a paranormal documentary on some of these places that are supposedly haunted by old mobsters, you know, and tried to get my buddy Josh to do that, but he's like, yeah, I'm not really into mobsters. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, you don't have to be into mobsters. I just, you know, wanted to know if you could help me with this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's so many different places and I, I talked to a couple people, um, Elliot and um, Nat that were at the Paracon and they said that down in Joliet, there's a couple different cemeteries down there. Yeah, the Joliet prison and Dave just mentioned. Yep, yep. You know, that would be really would good too. Yeah, that would be cool. One of the things I would love to do too is even though prisons are, you know, kind of, there's so much going on, but Prisons, prisons in general kind of just freak me out, you know? <laughs> I mean, there's just, there's so much different energies in, in prisons. Well, it just heard, depends on which side of the bars you're on. Right. But there's so many, there's been so many stories that came out of that Juliet. Is that the Juliet prison? Yeah. Yeah. That it's just been kind of crazy, you know? And to me, you know, that's just... Me being who I am, yeah, Mansfield Reformatory. Yeah. Where is that? Where's Mansfield Re Reformatory? Hmm. Dave said some of it. He knows where it's at. Come on, Dave. Where's that? Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Okay. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Emily's like, I know. Hey, Emily. Yeah. Emily's cool. Yeah. And, oh, okay. Duh. That makes sense. That's nice. Yeah, there's some. Have you ever investigated Shane in Ohio? Um, yeah, the Inspiration House in Oberlin. Okay. Uh, uh, Brandon and I did that one. Okay. So that was pretty fun. Everything went smooth. Uh, Dave, do you know there's a, a like a hospital in Salem, Illinois? I think it is. I can't remember the the name of the house. It's, it's a hospital or something like that that's supposed to be severely haunted. It, but it, it's also a, like an a Airbnb or something like that that really they were. I keep thinking about that place constantly. I mean, I think about that place probably at least once a week. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why, but I I messaged, um, gosh, where am I trying to think of that? Um, I reached out to the guy because they were thinking about just not doing the investigations unless you rented the whole the whole house, and it's it's pretty expensive. Oof. Um, I'm looking it up. I'm trying to find out sure. what it is. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool house. Let's see here. There's, there's so many different places in Illinois that you know, what is it that the theater, is it the Ford Theater? I can't remember. Get a crew group, we could split the costs. Might not be too bad. That for, for yeah. the, uh, yeah, the, um, Salem Hospital House, it's called. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Emily, if we get down there, we'll let you know. Yeah, um, Salem Hospital House. 
It's an Airbnb. You can look it up on, on Facebook at the Salem Hospital House. It's, uh, I don't know what it is, but I, I think about that place all the time. And so it's going to be one of those things where I'm eventually going to have to investigate it. I offered to do my I do our show there once that I would say I would do it, you know, I sure. would drive down there and set everything up and um he didn't say anything. So and it trying to help him drum up business, you know, cuz we're all about promoting people and helping people and you know, so but I haven't heard from our guest. Yeah, I don't know where he's hiding. This is unusual mm -hmm. for him. He's usually like very prompt, so mm -hmm. something strange must have befallen. Yeah, he, he must have got busy, which is fine. Um, That's all right. We know, can for I mean, we can always reschedule for him, and you know, I mean, if he was isn't able to appear, but I mean, we could keep doing this. We haven't done this in a, in a long time. Yeah, no, this is good. You know, it, it's funny because um, on my my history or like memories on facebook it showed a picture of when we did our first podcast okay you know that was like well that was a oh, long time ago oh my god that was that was a year ago i mean we've been doing this for you know a year and a month maybe yeah close to, and it just seems like time flies we gotta know? have at least 50 episodes. uh yeah actually i think we have I think we have um, 30, let's see, 42 videos. I was say, we were, we were, we were got to be close to 50. Yeah, no, we have 42 videos. Yeah. Because yeah, when I was on Phantom Science, I think we had, <laughs> I don't know, 65 before they finally called it quits. <laughs> so. Yeah. But we'll catch up to that quick this year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see it. <laughs> um, what are we? What am I supposed to show you, Brian? Yeah, I don't did know. my six? Did my sixty-first today? Wow! Good job, no. Brian. Good job, Brian. You want to? Hi, Katie. Me? How's it going? <laughs> uh, no, congrats, Brian. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, um, if people don't know who Brian Lafferty is, Lafferty is he's he's uh, got uh, a great platform, Huntophobia, and he's creator of the Parapost platform where everybody can <laughs> post their videos and or do live videos and everything. You know, if you want to get your name out there, go see Brian. Um, it's Parapost. Paraposter Huntophobia. Yeah, Brian's awesome. And he's such an easygoing guy. Him and Lex are really cool. So oh there's yeah. Josh. What's up? Yeah, there Josh? he is. There he is. What's up, Josh? What do you got going on? Come on, man. I know that you were over the weekend that you were with your wife doing celebrating her birthday in Iowa. And you said you had maybe a little bit of activity in the old house or wherever you were staying at the Airbnb. So. Oh, yeah, we've got some people in here now. Oh, Queen brought some popcorn for everybody. All right. <laughs> I'll take some popcorn. Yeah, this is all good. All right. Oh, yeah, that house from 1895. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. That, you know, you showed me the picture, and I told you what I saw, and so yeah, it, it's kind of funny because you know people can send me pictures of stuff. If there's something that's you know that's off, if, if they think that there's a spirit there or it's haunted, or whatever, I can pretty much tell you guys within the first three to five seconds. You know. Um, that's why I love it when people send me pictures and stuff of what is this, what is that, you know, or, um, but I have gotten pictures in the past that I'm just like, 
Okay, I know what that is, and that's not paranormal. But all right, Dave. Thanks for popping in and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, you. Dave. Uh, we'll have to set something up with me, you, and Shane. So. Yeah. Most definitely. So yeah. Katie, you have a bird's nest in your dryer vent. How lovely. <laughs> bird's nest happen. Oh my god. Queen Jen, you're awesome. Yeah, she brought all kinds of popcorn. Yeah. Looks like some of it's on fire though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's normal for popcorn, so we're all good yeah. at that. Yeah. So yeah. Um so let's let's see. Uh let's talk a little bit about um Would people rather do an investigation of a building or a residential? What about you, Shane? I'm more of a building. I've done residential. Um, and and I, not that I didn't have good luck with those, but I mean, it was just the fact that it was just not. Well, so residentials are... You have something you have to be very careful with because, you know, if you're doing a residence and, you know, you have people that are still living there, the words that you use, the things that you do, the conclusions you come to can actually affect these people's lives long term. Right. You know, right. And so you can't just be like, well, you know, yeah, you know, the, the three, you know, the seven foot tall demon just shot up in your basement right next to your yeah. furnace. You know, right. I mean, you got first you got to start out and kind of probe them you know make sure they don't have you know some kind of mental issue drug issues you know that kind of thing first because if they have those then they need doctors and psychiatrists not paranormal investigators so that's mm -hmm. an important start you know then the next thing is is you know you got to tread lightly because some people want their ghosts to stay some people want them out some people don't even want to know if they have them it, and so you have to be very careful that way as well um, that being said i don't mind doing residentials but the biggest thing is you know major transparency up front when you're talking to them be like all right look this is what's going to happen this is how it's going to happen this is the data we're going to collect you know these are where we're going to take pictures. This is where we're going to do things, you know, because you've also got a lot of privacy issues because this is, you know, a private home. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just willy nilly put your equipment everywhere. And, you know, so right. so it, it's a lot trickier now. Sometimes you can uh, be a benefit to people because there's been cases where we've solved their haunt that had nothing to do with the paranormal, you know. Right, right. Like we had one time a, a short story. We had a elderly lady um, that complained that something was always trying to push her down the basement stairs. And she swore up and down that, you know, she, she opens the door, she goes down there, and halfway down, something tries to shove her down the stairs. Mm -hmm. So we get there kind of before we even unpack, we kind of just started looking around and doing some stuff. And at first, we didn't find anything. We're like, yeah, there's nothing paranormal here after some pretty intense investigation. And then one time when I was going down the stairs, there's this huge heavy wind coming down the stairs. And I'm like, well, that's probably what's pushing her down the stairs. So we started doing some investigation and uh, come to find out she had bought an ornamental rugs and covered every floor air return in her entire house because she thought they were ugly. <laughs> well, the problem was, that meant the only place that the furnace in the basement could get air was down the stairwell. So right. if the furnace right. fired up while the while she was going downstairs, it literally was like a hurricane. I mean, it was enough that it would blow your hair forward going down <laughs> those stairs. So for a frail old lady that could barely walk to go down the stairs with that heavy wind coming down there. Right, you know, right. And of course, as soon as we demonstrated it and we pulled those rugs off of the air returns, you know, it saved her a service call with the furnace people and, you know, it got rid of her ghost. 
<laughs> and the air quit rushing down the basement. So, I mean, a lot of times it's more about helping people, even if you don't find anything paranormal. Right. It doesn't have to be paranormal. You know, yeah. it, it, you're, you're creating a service for somebody to, to help them to discover if it is paranormal or not. And that's kind of the, what you need to do when you go into an investigation and they say that it's paranormal. Your first thought should be, is this paranormal? Yes. And it, correct. it shouldn't be, it sh you should never go into a location saying and thinking it's automatically paranormal. Yeah. And we had made that mistake. You know, we'd started like a normal investigation, you know, mm -hmm. after, you know, the things she was complaining about, you know, being pushed down the stairs and all that stuff, you know, so we started it that way, but it very quickly became apparent that no, that's right. not right. that's not the problem. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a matter of how you think about and how how you approach that yeah. whole you know investigation, and that yeah. can set premises for what you're going to do throughout the investigation. Yeah. But you know, little, you, know, you have to be careful with you know if you're doing residences is the you know the character of the person doing the residence because sometimes they're just looking for attention mm -hmm. you know and they want you know they think well you know i got a ghost you know even if it's made up you know just to get people in and filming and crew tv yep. crew. i mean they're just yep. there for the attention you know and then you get other people you know that if you do an investigation there and you don't find that their house is super haunted that they're flaming you on social media and you know it's like, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's one of the reasons why I don't really do um, residentials anymore in, in that sense because of just that simple fact that I've, and Shane can actually, or I mean Shane, uh, Josh can actually attest to this, that um, there's some places that just want that attention or they yep. want their, their character is in questioning. You know yeah. I mean? I, I just... We've, I've ran into that a couple times and I, I'm like, Actually, you know there, was, there was one building that we were going to do. I, and I don't, and I don't even honestly remember the name of it now, but when they sent us all the paperwork to fill out, you know, the forms and stuff for, for investigating there, there was actually a clause in there that says you can't publicly say this place isn't haunted. And oh, you, you can't, you can't, you can't say that it's oh not haunted. And so, and so basically after I read that and I talked with the other investigators, I'm like, um, I think we're going to cancel this place because, mm -hmm. you know, quite a, not that we never find anything and we don't ever claim places are not haunted. It's just, if you have right. to, if you have to put in a thing in your contract for that. Yeah. Then you're just, to me, that's, I couldn't even comprehend it. I had to read that sentence like three times. I'm like, what? What do you mean yeah. I can't say it's not haunted? I'm not going there because it might probably isn't. And right, right. Now right. I'm going to have to say it, and then I'm going to have to deal with lawyers, and then this is just a mess. So we just we just bailed out. We we're like, no, I'm not going to do it. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's crazy. I mean, people are – don't get me wrong. I mean, there's people out there that, that want that attention and want this – to be true and want, you know, certain things that say, yes, or I have an evil spirit here. I have this person. It's like, and that goes out with, even with television, you know, yeah. I mean, the more viewers you get, the more, the better it is and the whole nine yards. But people like you and I try to <laughs> try to like, okay, I can't honestly say this because it's, you know, this is not what it is. It's it's not this net, this evil entity or a demon or something. Yeah, it's not. And and I would know. I ran into that a couple different times where I know firsthand what it is, and it's not. And these person, these people would swear that this is a demon. This is that. It's evil. Yeah. It doesn't. I'm like, it's it's not people. It's it's just not. Yeah, you know, you're you're putting more of the credence into this thing that. You know, because you want to, you want to believe it, or you want people to believe yeah. that it is. Well, and then you you also get the, uh, you know, you watch the TV shows, or you watch, you know, other investigations and stuff, and you know, the place just looks like it's, you know, nonstop activity, twenty four seven kind of. I mean, they just looks like there's stuff going on all the time, but 
then when you actually go there and investigate it for yourself, you're like, hmm, that ain't much happening here. Right. And yeah. that happens more than it doesn't, actually. I mean, not that we never right. get anything or we don't find things we can on that we can't explain. We mm-hmm. obviously do that or it wouldn't still keep doing this. But most of the time, the drama and hype are really high. Mm-hmm. And I understand people are trying to make a buck and, you know, trying to earn a living doing this stuff. I don't do anything for you know money wise. So, <laughs> Brian, uh, so for me, it's like, yeah, that is true. The famous demonic yes, word Brian, done, for sure. over and over done overused. And it's like, but that, you know, that's what sells TV and that's what sells other stuff. You know I mean? It, it's to be honest with you, if that was the case, hundred percent all the time that would totally suck yeah <laughs> you know yep so Katie's got one I know I saw that yeah it's, this was one for Jay to answer because mm-hmm. I can't I don't have I'd love any... to hear him go on tap do they really exist yes they do um it depends on the person's makeup depends on what they're into it depends on um their I guess their center. If, if if they're a person that that goes through life and is always a naysayer, or is somebody who is going through depression, or if their their frequency or their their energy is low, then yeah, then a, a spirit can usually attach stuff. Now, mind you, attachments, spiritual attachments, are ones that that I know of that have not crossed. So. There are some that may attach to you for a very short time, which happens to everybody. I don't care who you are. You might have an attachment, and it could be for a minute, could be for five minutes, could be for five years, could be whatever. But it depends on the person's makeup, what kind of person they are, or if it's a family member, or if it's, you know, basically they're attracted to um, that person. So... Easy thing to easy way to get rid of attachments. Um, you have to basically just stand your ground and say, "Okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this." You know, a lot of people are so blind to realize that they do have attachments, and some are attachments that are not spirits. I mean, they're they're man-made manifestations of negative energy that a person can create in their life to the point where it can, you can just create this. It's just like this blob of negativity. Sure. If you ever walk into a house and you just like, God, this place just feels off. And it just, you know, depending on what happened for the 30, 50 years in that house, if there was abuse or if there was uh, a death, or, you know, hatred or anything like that, all that house on that wood and everything will absorb all that energy, depending on how that energy is transcended to other things. You could sense that. Does it cross over? with both stuff? Yeah. So that one, I've had some theories on that one myself. Okay. So you go ahead and then we'll see if our okay. theory compares. Um, poltergeist, I, I think the more, the more, more or less poltergeist activity is caused by the person yes you know i think that it, most of it is basically there's something in you that you have that ability and it goes back to some of the emotions or something you've been through or especially with young there's been cases where the young women who have gone through the, the change in life to become an adult and kind of like you know like puberty and this and that for for guys and that can is a is a physical change in your brain that can also cause your emotions, everything to kind of be haywire. A lot of the times that people realize that some of this stuff does not, it doesn't always last. It's usually a short term, but, you know, so yeah, so the, the poltergeist aspect, I mean, yeah, I, I think that there is some aspect to it. There's some just noisy ghosts that just like to cause trouble. That can be considered a poltergeist, but the poltergeist that a lot of people don't realize is it's something that, that the person is usually causing it and not knowing. You know? Yeah. So, from, from what, what I've seen in most of the research papers I've read, 
that focused on poltergeists and even attachments, you know, a lot of them were self-generated, you know, mm -hmm. uh, psychokinesis, telekinesis, you know, uh, PK, where they, whatever they call, you know, the PK stuff. And so, um, yeah, Emily, it has also been linked to fire occasionally. Um, a lot of times fires are getting set by uh, adolescent adults or, you know, adolescent children, that, mm -hmm. females especially, you know, hormones raging, and then all of a sudden their house is on fire kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There's been numerous reports of that, that kind of stuff. So right. I think it is definitely more mental of the person. I do too. Capacity of the person, not mm -hmm. so much the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, not that there couldn't technically be a noisy ghost, you know, that that's likes to knock that, things. That's over just, yeah, that, that, that's just being a jackass. Yeah. yeah. I've I, I ran into that before. Yeah. So that could happen. But for the most part, I think it's self induced. Um, Katie, she says, I got super sick last year when visiting a cousin in a nursing home. One particular room there it was so weird. Okay. With that room, it depends on what had happened in that room previous. And it depends on if there was somebody that had probably had passed away in the room. From what I could tell, did not want to is pissed off that whoever passed in that room wasn't ready to go and the whole nine yards so they're going to throw out that that hatred or that negativity or that and because katie the fact that you're probably a little bit more sensitive than you realize that's probably the first thing that you experienced was that nausea that just didn't feel right or this or that because of the fact that you have a light just like there's a lot of people that have lights. some lights are brighter than others and it's something that spirits who haven't crossed or who are pissed off or who are sad or who are in grief or um you know all these other different emotions it can boil up over time and whatever gives them energy to like exist in that on that side of not wanting to cross over that can really affect other people it transcends you know evidently the room is the barrier because before that yeah went from fast forward yeah with your heart the way it went fast forward you ran outside let me show you the question hold the statement it was oppressive and my heart went fast into fast forward ran outside and called last week because i thought the worst okay right so basically whatever that person was who had passed away or somebody who was stuck in there or it could have been a, a leftover residue from that person. Yeah, or an object. Right, or an object. Still in there. Or an object that, that was left there or something. There can be a lot of different variables to that. And, you know, so, yeah, my advice to you, if you've experienced that, I'm assuming that you probably have experienced that before. Not maybe to that level, but other things like that. The best thing for you, Katie, is to basically just envision a white light surrounding. Surround. Okay, maybe. Okay, then after that, then yes. From now on, just kind of encase yourself in a white light to protect yourself as a shield, and that should probably eliminate that because that you are sensitive more to that. But that was evidently a very strong emotion, a very strong yes. spiritual entity, or something that it was attached to a, an object or the room itself. So, yeah, so basically that spiritual um, protection is just that envision that white light as a and, and think of like a, like a like a knight who's got armor on. That's what you got to do. I do that every morning because I have to. But with you, if you're just if this is something that's only happened to you the first time and I can't say that it's not going to happen again, but, you know. Safe and you know better be safe than sorry, you know. Yeah, so agreed. Yeah, so that was kind of crazy. So yeah, um, there is so much that there's so much that uh, buildings and and different places that hold this negative energy that really people don't understand what it is. A lot of it is emotion driven. Yeah, the emotion is just like sap, you know. It's just like 
like I talked before about if somebody goes through something that's really negative or if they lived in a house with abuse or yelling or screaming or constantly, that emotion will eventually basically create its own entity. You know, yes. I mean, it, it'll it's just like the Philip experiment. You ever hear yeah. about that? The what experiment? The Philip experiment? No. Okay, so back, oh man, I don't remember the exact time, turn of century uh, times. A group from the Society for Psychical Research got together and then they got a bunch of other people together and they literally created a ghost intentionally to see if they could interact with it. So they literally sat around the table, seance style, and they did this months at a time. I mean, for months they did this mm -hmm. and they literally made a person called Philip. And you can research this all on the Internet. They made the person called Philip. And eventually it actually took on form of a, of a ghost. I mean, they were able to get rap, you know, tapping communication. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Uh, so if you ever want an interesting read, just get on the internet and look up the Philip experiment. Hmm. But they did this for months and months and months. And it got to the point where literally it was like a living entity almost. And it was just all their imaginations. They made up what he looked like. They made, you know, they made drawings of him. Yes. Yes. Josh is on top of it. <laughs> yeah. So, so that would be, that would almost be a neat show just to have a whole show, you know, research it and then give some yeah. stuff. Um, so. Yeah. But oh, that's yeah. the same thing. It's, it's literally a ghost that never existed that were created in people's minds. Mm -hmm. And then it became so much of a thing that they almost didn't want to stop doing it. So having said that, um, that goes back to people who do investigations and do paranormal teams and has all this and they want to investigate the paranormal. What everybody has to remember, if anybody has ever watched this show, and I've said this before, it depends on, you know, you, you want to get information or you want to research and find out what's there, if it's paranormal or not or whatever, even especially for mediums, you, you have to check your intent. If your intent is, messed up that's what you're going to get if you are a positive person of positive intent and you want to express that and that's why going into a location is always important to make sure that you show the respect whether it's yeah. negative or not you always have to show that respect because of the fact that that gets you the foot in the door yeah you know so you have to basically check your intent you know, and check your ego. That's the biggest thing is checking yeah, your ego. Yeah, unfortunately, you know I mean? ego is a thing. It, it is a thing, but, but yeah, I still have to say that to people I'll, so that, that maybe somebody will hear me, you know. Yeah, right. In respect and good intentions, that is a, the biggest thing, you know. And you, I've seen people on, there's been people on YouTube that I've, I watch, you know, just intermittently that you know they, they go in and their intent is totally way off and they're all looking for the the flash in the pan and yeah all this stuff and what the, and then eventually they get ran out of the building yeah you or know? they just fail in a dramatic way <laughs> yeah, emily emily egos yeah. and para <laughs> para egos are no uh, field apart. Yeah, um, yeah. They they can create it, their own pair of unity with egos. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't even. I, I'm not about it. I just want data and numbers and things and find oh, evidence. Right. I don't. Right. Thanks, Queen Jen. Thank you very much. I don't even make videos most of the time. Pretty much never. <laughs> I don't even. I mean, other than just enough video to make sure I'm not missing anything. Right, I don't publish right. nothing. I don't post our investigations. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I yeah, I just you know, want the answers. I don't care about the fame. <laughs> right. Well, there's so much of that out there now that it's about the fame. But you know, like I said, you know, I, and I'm I'm guilty of the fact that yeah, I would love to get paid for doing what I do, but because of the fact that I still love to educate people or, or to give people's get people's in, you know info or you know, find what their opinion is and, you know, the whole gamut of everything because we're still learning and there's no science to this. And Shane, you know that. 
firsthand, yeah. you know? Yes. So, but there's, it's just so many people think that they call themselves experts or whatever. It's, there's no such thing. This, this field. Now, if you were a doctor and you were one of the most noted doctors, the surgeons in the world, yep. and you'd be an expert, then yeah, you'd be called an expert. Yes. When it comes to the paranormal field, nobody is an expert. Nope. You know, it's just, we are all in different stages of our walk in discovering the paranormal. You know, there's different things that we will do and some people that they won't do. And then there's some people that are just outright freaking crazy. You know, and I just, but it is what it is, you know, so <laughs> Katie, I only make videos when I'm basically sleepwalking for documentation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know to if I need to believe you or not. <laughs> oh my gosh. All yeah. right. Well, I think we're just about at the end of our. Uh, yeah, I think we are. Well, um, that's okay. You know, um, evidently. Yeah, I just heard from Dan. It looks like their party thing went way over or something. Okay. So okay. I, I just heard from his wife. So. Okay, that's that's totally fine. I mean, we you know we kind of hung out ourselves and we had yep. a great time talking with people. And yep. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and all the people on Twitch. Thank you very much um, on YouTube and all on Facebook. This has been fun. You know, we don't always have to have a guest because we oh, and Shane can do it ourselves, you know. Um, and I, I miss Shane because he's been gone doing stuff with other projects. And so this is the first time that we've had him on, that we've been able to be on together about a month and a half almost. So Yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, much love to everybody. I want to thank everybody again. Uh, uh, like I said, uh, next Wednesday, I will be doing with Elizabeth Merriquin, the medium from Paranormal in the Funhouse. I'll be doing psychic chat and readings and tarot. So please, you know, hang out and you come spend some time with us and talk with us. And uh, I will see you guys then. And Shane, I will see you probably next week. I think it's Sunday. Yep. So yep. we'll do it then. All right, All right everybody. Good, see ya. Peace.